Well, a gentleman named Howard Seidenfeld is with us live via telephone. He is the leader of a group called The Global Realty. And the reason he's become such an important person, frankly, in the lives of hundreds of people in the Staten Island Jewish community is because, as many of you know, for the last 37 years, uh, Rabbi Siegel has been the spiritual leader of the New Springville Jewish Center, and I have had the privilege um, of being the cantor for the high holiday services literally since 1984. And uh, Rabbi Siegel had a unique situation this year as every rabbi around the globe has, because um, the question is what to do with the high holiday services. You know, social distancing is an issue. Just gathering together is an issue. Blowing chauffeur is an issue. Uh, people are with rabbinic advisors uh, cutting down on the service, either speeding it up or eliminating certain parts. I mean, this is a pretty serious, deadly virus, as we know. We're trying to do you know, what we can responsibly. Uh, for the community, while at the same time we want to make sure to be able to uh, pray as a group and observe the holiday. Anyway, long story short, the New Springville Jewish Center, which is normally at the corner of Saxon and Steinway in Staten Island, was looking for a larger space, uh, and Howard Seidenfeld, Global Realty, came through with an amazing and incredible donation to the synagogue of a massive, massive space, just a, a stone's throw from the actual shul, uh, that we're going to be able to use starting tomorrow night for the high holidays. We'll be able to spread out, social distance. It'll be a, a quick service as, you know, uh, you know, we'll still take those precautions, but we'll be able to have a full service there with the New Springville Jewish Center congregation. Mr. Howard Seidenfeld, Global Realty, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. Uh, it must be it must be interesting, especially now when when uh, people in the real estate industry are, you know, are are questioning what the future looks like, especially in New York. It must be interesting to go ahead and be able to reach out to the community and literally make a donation like you guys at Global are doing for the new Springville Jewish Center. Even with the pressure of your industry right now, it must feel great to be able to start the brand new year like this. Um, actually, Rabbi Siegel's giving us an opportunity to do a huge mitzvah, and we're delighted and really excited to be able to do that. Um, you, you know, I'm, I'm part of a Jewish community up in Sparta, New Jersey. I think every shul in America is facing a difficult time right now. Yeah. Um, Eretz Yisrael is shutting down. My father lives in Arno. And, you know, there's, there, a, a lot of uh, davening is, is, is compromised right now. And being able, just lucky enough to have the facility for them to spread out just means that a lot more people will be able to attend services, which is, you know, we're really happy to be able to provide. When Rabbi Siegel and yourself first discussed this concept of literally moving the synagogue for the three days of the high holidays to this facility, uh, did you think it was a long shot? Did you think this was a crazy idea? Um, I, I thought it was a great idea, actually. I didn't think it was a long shot. I was a little, listen, I was worried. I wanted to make sure that ownership was, uh, was cool with it. You know, I spoke with him. I said, look, it's right before Rosh Hashanah. What an opportunity to do a mitzvah for people who might otherwise not attend on, you know, during the holiest, you know, 10 days of the year. Let's, you know, let's do the right thing. You know, real estate guys are often you know, looked upon as, as uh, you know, as very uh, uh, business, uh, capitalistic. Right. And here's an opportunity to really show that, uh, you know, that it's not all about money and it's really 
about helping people in the community as well. And, and, and so I was really happy that we were able to put it together uh, for the rabbi and the community. And who knows, maybe that location will have a special blessing afterwards and, and, will, and will turn out to be a very valuable piece of property. Who knows? <laughs> yes, yes. I think we're there, actually. We're probably going to be selling it momentarily, and, and um, this will be a great finish to the story uh, because we originally built it for Barnes & Noble. Right. And now it's going to be uh, moving on. And and we pray. Boy, do we pray. And a lot of people are going to be praying this starting Friday night. We pray that next year at this time, we're not going to have to consider moving into other facilities and coming up with uh, clever machinations to make it through the high holidays, frankly. Yes, yeah. And I hope a lot of other people who are listening, if they own buildings and can help out other communities, you know, throughout the... uh, uh, the New York, uh, New Jersey metro area, that they do whatever they can to help out. These rabbis are struggling to make sure that everyone, you know, uh, gets to participate. And uh, everyone's got to do whatever they can to try and accommodate it. What an important point and what a, what a beautiful message to transmit to this audience. Uh, yes, everybody out there knows that there are there are certain uh, there are certain buildings out there that unfortunately uh, are empty at this point, and they could serve a synagogue really well uh, during the upcoming holidays. So think about that, everybody. If you are in control of, or if you have an association with pieces of property out there that really could help a neighborhood synagogue uh, or a or any of the Manhattan synagogues, a lot of Manhattan synagogues are looking for space right now for their high holiday services, uh, then certainly reach out to the local rabbi and find out if you could help out. Howard Seidenfeld is with us, a partner at Global Realty Services, and uh, hence the um, amazing contribution that they're making uh, to the New Springville Jewish Center in the Staten Island community to get us into a really large facility starting tomorrow night. It gives us an opportunity to really present the services in, in minimally uh, the way we normally do. Obviously, it'll be sped up a bit and certain adjustments will be made, but uh, Rabbi Siegel is ready to lead services, and I am ready to lead services at the Cantor the way we normally do. Uh, Howard, it would be wrong of me uh, not to get a comment from you in general uh, about the industry right now. I mean, people are concerned. So, you know, we broadcast here in Manhattan, and this is the uh, epicenter of what we always consider the hottest real estate market of the country. Uh, people are wondering, and I know it's hard to predict, and I know it, and I know for people of faith, we we leave a lot of the predictions to the one above. But what could you tell us about what's happening now in September of 2020, and what do people anticipate for the fall and winter in the real estate market? Well, uh, you know, I can speak uh, first about the local Staten Island market, and then I'll speak to the broad. Uh, general market, because I also represent the West Side Jewish Center in Manhattan on 34th Street. Wow. Um, and we just, you know, extended uh, B&H Photos um, uh, lease, um, you know, for the parking lot. Right. And, you know, look, I mean, uh, it, Staten Island, thank God, has um, become really resilient. Um, things are getting back to normal quicker, as many other outer borough neighborhoods and communities are long island westchester you know they're they're becoming the beneficiaries of of people moving out unfortunately from more denser areas and the more suburban areas are you know are you know the the residential inventory is is being absorbed uh which, which is good for outlying areas for the city of new york right now it's a tough situation you know you You've, everyone's been reading, you know, the papers. We know that the business community at large is very concerned uh, and very concerned, you know, how things are being handled. Um, and, you know, hopefully, 
hopefully, um, you know, things will turn around. I think it's going to take a little bit longer. But uh, New York City is very resilient. Um, I think certain industries, you know, may be changed for, for quite a period of time, whether you're a movie theater or a health club. You know, we do a lot of retail shopping centers, and we represent a lot of national uh, chains. So, you know, it's obviously um, the impact has been tremendous on, on that area. Right. I, I'm just hoping that, you know, safety-wise and, and uh, uh, crime-wise that New York City uh, gets their arm around that um, so that, you know, we can get back to fixing what's broken. Uh, because there's a lot of, you know, obviously there's, there's a lot of vacancy um, but I, I believe that a lot of the tech set, um, technology sector is committing to space, and I think that speaks volume about the long-term, um, uh, the long-term, uh, um, you know, viability of, of the real estate market. And there's a lot of money sitting on the sidelines looking to take advantage of this moment to, uh, you know, to maybe pick up some some nice real estate and turn it around as. As we get out of this mess, yeah, a lot of opportunities out there. I guess one would say, especially in New York, and as you as you indicated, don't be shocked if New York rebounds from this. There seems to be a trend that people uh, like to leave New York for dead, and then all of a sudden, a few years later, you see that they're at the top of the market again. Um, by the way, I, I was it, it, many people know that during the height of the COVID situation, there were companies that were seriously considering. Uh, making you know work from home a permanent thing, and and some even had announced that you know where th- this company will will not you know make workers or ma- make employees come back you know till the end of 2020, uh, you know maybe even into 2021, etc. And now I've just read over the last few days how certain companies have realized that productivity is not always what they expect when people are working remotely, and now they are starting to move up the deadline of when they want to get back into their buildings. Are you getting a sense of that, that there, there might be? Yes. There might yes, be- I, I, yes. Yeah, I think that that's, uh, that's a very good point. That's an excellent point. I, I, I believe that there's no replacement for interpersonal uh, contact and, uh, because creativity and productivity goes up when everyone's together. Yeah. Um, you know, right now, everyone's fearful and paranoid and, and, and you know, no one wants to take a chance. We all have grandparents and parents that we have to be concerned with, right. and nobody nobody wants to take on the responsibility of bringing that home. But I think once things, you know, somehow in some kind of a way medically we're able to treat this situation, you know, I think everyone's going to want to run to go back, right? We're going to want to run to go back to the city to go to a Broadway show. We're going to want to have a nice kosher steak. We're wanna go, we we want to have that, but right now it's just not an option. Um and, and quite frankly, you don't have any international travelers coming to New York right now, right. and that's having a, you know, a tremendous impact um, on, on the city of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you, know, we, we, you know, the city makes a lot of money and banks on, you know, 50, 60 million people visiting a year, and that's just not, it can't happen right now. Uh, someone made the point to me yesterday on the first point. Someone made the point to me yesterday that people were so desperate, uh, understandably so, to hold on to their jobs that they made sure that their productivity level was high the first few months they were home with the COVID situation. And now, you know, things now things get back to you know a balanced level, and people realize that they're never going to be as productive as they would 
in an office environment, and as you indicated, as creative as well. Uh, it's very interesting to see how this entire thing is playing out, and obviously, as you said, the medical situation, how quickly uh, we're going to be able to get a handle on it, vaccine, etc., is going to dictate a lot of what the future holds for New York and really for the entire world. Uh, Mr. Howard Seidenfeld and everybody at Global Realty, on behalf of Rabbi Siegel and President Hecht and everybody at the New Springville Jewish Center, we say thank you. Thank you for the most amazing donation. I am looking forward to leading services beginning Friday night uh, in the facility that you're providing out on Staten Island. And uh, all we could say is a thank you for thinking of us and thank you for being there at a real time of need. Our pleasure. Have a good mark. To everyone uh, listening and to our our whole communities. And, and let's hope and pray that, um, you know, that everyone who's a part of this community is, is not too, uh, you know, that can bounce back from this negative impact. You know, there are people losing jobs. There yep. are people, uh, yep. you know, who uh, who had service yep. right now. And this is an important time to pray and be together. 100%. Much appreciated and a very happy, healthy, and sweet New Year to you, your family, and company. Howard Seidenfeld, partner at uh, Global Realty. And you heard, folks, we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks, how we were going to get him on the air to say thank you uh, for what he's done for the New Springville Jewish Center. And really, a great recommendation that he's making, even now at the last minute, uh, there are people with spaces available who could reach out to the local communities and find out how they could be helpful to their synagogue. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app.